we're going to talk about using cognitive bias to improve your marketing, to improve how you create awareness for your product and your services, and to improve simply how you inform people about your products. So think about it like this. Uh, to successfully market a product or service, we have to understand how people think. Now, that's easy enough. Just think about how you think about a product and what gives value to you about that product. That's one way. Another way is to also understand how differently people will think about uh, a product and what gives value to them. This is where a lot of research comes in. Um, today, people ignore advertisements without even trying to. Our brains just filter them out automatically. Since social media marketing and things of that nature is all about getting the attention of your audience, it's important to know what causes the brain to pay attention, what causes us to pay attention. One thing the brain responds to is cognitive bias. Think about this. Have you ever met someone who refuses to switch brands of shampoo or update to a new phone? even when you can provide evidence that doing so would be a good idea. And this is just one example of cognitive bias. In general, a cognitive, a cognitive bias is the thinking pattern that happens because of the way that we process information. And this thinking pattern develops accordingly due to our own preferences and experiences they can cause us to behave irrationally without noticing it. Cognitive bias is basically a pattern way of thinking that we all have. Uh, now, it's detrimental in the social sphere um, between in terms of inter interpersonal spaces, but that's a whole different conversation. Um, but it's basically the fact that as humans, uh, sometimes and most times in general, we are stuck. We're stuck to a patterned way of thinking. We don't actually think about things. Um, we have a pattern, a rigid pattern that we apply to things, and based on that, that's just how that's how we will move up in terms of our decisions. Um, it's really only when something shocking happens that we then actually think about something. But generally, it's just we have this pattern that we use. It's uh, our thought patterns. And if something doesn't fit that thought pattern, well, we're still going to use our pattern. It's only if that thing is really not able to withstand our pattern. It's only when there's a shock to the system that we have to, that we kind of come out of that pattern way of thinking. Um, and so in marketing, this is used a lot by marketers to better present a product, to better increase the value of a product. And by noticing cognitive bias and the role they play in our decision making, then we can better market a product or service that we have. We can integrate these biases into our marketing, social media, um, PPC content, whatever. We can integrate this into our marketing efforts in order to increase engagement and conversions and the people who are buying our products. 
One example of cognitive bias is the choice supportive bias. Choice supportive. And it's a bias. If you were to go through all of your favorite possessions, you could probably find something that you only love because you already own it. For example, maybe you favor your iPhone over your friend's Android phone, even though you know nothing about Android phones. This is choice supportive bias. And when you're marketing, this is something that your audience is also prone to. It's something that they will tend to as well because they're humans, they're people, they're like you and I. <laughs> Depending on the type of business you have, social media content will often be your first step in making a sale. It's also one of the easiest ways to connect and engage and present a face and a front for your business, your organization, your cause, whatever that may be. But it's going to be your first step in making a sale. Therefore, we want to make sure the, that our content supports anyone who may be on their way to converting into a customer. One thing and one way that we can do this is by providing them with testimonials that let them know they're smart to consider your brand. Make it easy for customers to move from the social media platform where they engage with your content forward into your website, e-commerce, or sales page. Tell them why it's, a, it's, it, it's great to be one of your customers. If your message supports their choice to convert and become a customer, then guess what? They're more likely to become a loyal customer. Another example of bias, cognitive bias, is the framing aspect. It's the framing effect. Let's look at that a bit here. We've all heard of the glass half empty versus the glass half full anecdote. This is a classic example of framing. The way that we present a phrase will affect how people react to it. Other examples, for instance, include you've won versus he lost and 50% off versus save 50%. You should always be honest about your product, but the way you present facts has significance beyond honesty. Be sure to frame statistics in a way that makes your product look the best. Phrase your content in a way that gives your audience a positive perception of your brand. Let's look at another example of cognitive bias. This one here is called loss aversion. Now, you and I, and as people, we are afraid of loss. We don't want to lose things. We don't want to lose possessions. We don't want to lose respect. And we have a fear of missing out and losing opportunities in general. You can use loss aversion bias to create offers that trigger action from your audience. 
You've probably also heard of the scarcity strategy, which involves making your product and or services scarce in one way or another in order to motivate demand. Many premium brands do this. They'll say that there's only a limited um, number of these items available. So then the price increases. And then just because of that scarcity factor, people tend to want it more in general. You know, people who really want that product or who really care about that particular product will then say, oh, I, I better buy it now. And that creates this sense in us that, hey, there's only a little bit of this thing left. So um, let's get it before it goes away. This all falls into the loss aversion category. When you're ready to sell to people, to sell to an audience, experiment with social media content that has a time limit attached to it. And this is where you integrate that loss aversion and scarcity tactic. Maybe your product is in limited supply. Maybe you have a holiday offer available. It doesn't even have to be a popular holiday. The point is that there is an opportunity that can be lost. And we as people naturally react to that. Let's look at another one. Anchoring is another cognitive bias that affects how we think and our decision making. This method plays on the fact that as people, we tend not to pay attention. And that's what I mentioned earlier about the pattern way of thinking and that we're really not paying attention. We're simply using a pattern way of thinking to address the world. But as a result, we often rely on the first piece of information we receive about something in order to form our opinions. This is the anchoring bias. One great way to use anchoring is to set a bar with a competitor's price, then beat it with your price. When you're selling your product, create content that highlights that your brand is even better than what your audience should expect. These are just some of the ways that integrating cognitive bias into your social media marketing can improve how you do business. There are more cognitive biases that we can acquaint ourselves with and a lot more ways they can be used. Get creative, learn about them, and create content and marketing that makes people react.